0: This is Adam Burrich, and you're listening to the Euchre Media Podcast.
1: Well, hello, Euchre Media family. Vladimir Prognivsky here, and welcome to episode number 81 of the Euchre Media Podcast, where I serve our Euchre Media family with daily interviews from highly creative people. And today's guest is Adam Burrich, also known as Speedlag. Adam is a multidisciplinary animator and filmmaker. Recently, he's been working on two films and drawing a lot of hands. But before I play my interview with Adam, I want to take a second to thank our sponsor, ActionVFX.com. They have over 2,500 elements of professionally shot VFX stock footage captured on the latest RED cameras. From explosions, fire, water, smoke, gun effects, debris, particles, weather, blood, and gore, they have your assets covered. Save on render time with real elements no more simulation. Go to actionvfx.com. Again, go to actionvfx.com. And now here's my conversation with Adam Boric. Enjoy. Adam, welcome to the show and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hey, thank you for having me. I spend a lot of time
0: when I'm not animating doing a lot of various things and just trying to scratch different creative interests. Anything that I think is interesting, I try to at least dip my toe into and um, that that kind of got me doing something really odd. About 10 years ago, um, I saw Cirque du Soleil and saw Verakai, uh, their show. And there were like three Georgian dancers from the country of Georgia. Mm. And they were doing their national ballet style. And I just had to have a go at it. And so uh, myself and a couple <laughs> <Thanks>. friends, <laughs> a um, we, we kind of started a dance troupe. And we were just really more or less just kind of copying the choreography and we had no no internet resource we couldn't find any. um couldn't find too much information on it but it's something that we really tried doing and we put a lot of heart into it and it happened over like a three-year period and then we just kind of stopped (laughs) why'd you stop other things in life it's it's it took a lot uh we we would meet three times a week Yeah, we'd meet a couple times a week and put a lot of time into it. And we didn't really perform for anybody. It was just something that um, kept us in shape, gave us something to do. And it was really worth exploring. And I had a lot of fun doing it.
1: Wow, that's pretty cool, man. That is interesting. I'm sure that helped you in your creative journey, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Anytime you're doing
0: anything uh, that challenges you in emotionally, physically, or uh, there's definitely creativity that goes into it. It translates across all platforms, especially working in motion.
1: Uh, speaking of your creative journey, now let's transition talking about your creative journey. Let's start at the very beginning. How did you get started in your creative field?
0: So I think just starting on a creative journey in general, my, um, my mom was kind of a, she was a very creative person. She actually did a lot of very practical drawings. She liked to draw interior architecture and that wore off on me as I was growing up. I actually had a pretty creative family. My dad did a uh, my dad did a lot of stage productions and so kind of instilled acting in, in us at a young age. I was on the stage when I was five, but I oh wow, kind of moved around doing a lot of different things and, and I started to really enjoy drawing and it helped me focus in school. I spent a lot of time drawing while, while in school and uh, I didn't really know if I was going to do it as a career, but I started to get much better at visual arts and then not as good at math and science. Even though I enjoyed it, I just, I wasn't as good at it. And I started to focus on my strengths. And out of that, I ended up going to art school and really felt like I thrived there and um, was able to turn it into a career path somehow.
1: <laughs> now, what was your first job out of college?
0: My very first job out of college was school photography,
1: <laughs> taking, um,
0: uh, taking like yearbook photos so it wasn't, it wasn't a very easy transition out of college uh, into the industry. Gotcha.
1: Adam, let's transition talking about your darkest moment in your creative journey. Now, Adam, I want you to tell us the story of your worst moment in your creative journey. So take it away, don't hold back any punches. <laughs> the mic is yours. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, it kind of comes from,
0: from what it was like coming out of school and then trying to find work. I graduated when the, when the market crashed and Ouch. it was, yeah, days. it was pretty, it was pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> nobody was hiring. Um, nobody wanted to even talk about hiring. I had a lot of emails that just disappeared. And it also seemed like clients weren't willing to spend money moving forward. And the ripples from that have just continued, you know, on, they're continuing onward to today, but getting out of school and having Know where to jump from was a really tough period, and it lasted a long time. I I spent about a year doing school photography, and then I spent another almost full year doing, doing uh working on electrical si- or sorry working on a construction site doing uh, like oh, wow. electrical stuff. So very practical skills. Yeah, <laughs> whatever whatever took to do. Um, and uh, I enjoyed that time. Like I enjoyed getting to do that. I just uh, really would have rather been. Working in the industry at that
1: point. Wow. No, that's tough having to take on jobs that you didn't go to school for. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't, and it really was just because the the market was so difficult to get into. It's difficult to get into to begin with. And just at that point, it was really hard. (laughs) And so it was a really, really tough time.
1: Sounds like you have to be very flexible. You know, you kind of just have to write things out. What advice would you give to someone? who's let's say the economy is not doing well wherever they live and they're stepping out and they're trying to kind of like in a very similar situation that you were back then. What, what would you, I guess, uh, looking back, if there, is there anything that you would have done different to get to where you want to be?
0: Yeah. I, I think I, I didn't realize how important networking would, would be. And so I kind of waited maybe until it was too late to really start to just show my face around because it really is a lot of it's who you know and the last person you talk to and it's about being top of mind and networking and there wasn't like the resources that there are now there just wasn't any of that that youtube was still pretty new uh so there weren't even a lot of tutorials there was a video Copilot thank goodness for that (laughs) Andrew Kramer yeah he's the man uh and so I didn't really just know where to look but once I, I I did make connections and that did help me find my job, my first job.
1: It is true. It's all about who you know, but most importantly it's who knows you, right? Yeah. <laughs> so getting out there and meeting people is very important. That's why I love doing daily podcasts. is just meeting different people in our field, people that like, you know, very creative people like you. So if if nothing else, start a daily podcast. You'll meet a lot of, <laughs> meet a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tip. <laughs> yeah, seriously. If you if you're if you have a lot of time on your hands, just start interviewing people. Reach out to people, start interviewing create some kind of value for the community. And then you'll become known pretty quickly. Now, Adam, let's shift gears and let's talk about something positive. Tell us the story of the best moment in your creative journey. Oh, and there's, there's so many. I,
0: I think that it's just such a rewarding career to be in. I really love just the tiny moments so much. Like I, uh, I I love that when you make one keyframe and another and then you get the curves just right and you can see it that that feeling just doesn't really go away. I mean I've been doing it ten years now and I just absolutely love it every time. Uh, getting to getting to be doing something where there's that sort of joy and just the stupid little things it's, really, right. it's something I don't I don't take lightly. But I guess I, I had a I had a pretty cool experience really early on. I almost got signed up for it I didn't I didn't know I was going to do it somebody else had signed up to be in this competition that was a this local competition where there was an eight hour eight hours to complete an animation based on a prompt and then uh that was it (laughs) so uh they 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 would put all the animators in one room and we'd hang out and do this animation um I can't remember what the prompt was it was that sounds fun man Oh, so much fun because we we're just in a, what was such a good experience about it was we're, we're in this room with other people and you know, you're competing against them because there's a prize at the end, but and
1: there's a tight deadline too.
0: And there's a tight deadline. So
1: it's,
0: <laughs> you know, we're all used to, to working with our headphones on, but we actually didn't, we had our headphones off and we were talking and we were joking and we were still able to focus and get our individual projects done. But we, uh, it was a really great day. And then that night when it was the award ceremony for it, it was just the chillest, best feeling I think I ever had because, you know, our homework was done. <laughs> we, uh, we, we'd been hanging out all day, and then we, it was that night. We were just hanging out at night. We were really supportive of each other and really excited to see the work each other had done. And the, I think the fact that I didn't win it almost makes an even better memory because it was just a really positive experience. What did you learn
1: from that experience?
0: Um I think just that that there's a lot of good people in this industry. Um I I I've, I've been really fortunate to work with a lot of great people and meeting people on that day I kind of went into it really nervous at the beginning and you know not very sure of myself and how I was going to do. It. I was pretty young. I I didn't have a whole lot of experience and some of the people in this had a lot of experience on me but it didn't feel like there were different levels to everybody that was there. It kind of felt like we were all we were all doing this and and we all cool. decided to do it, yeah,
1: it kind of reminds me of like the top chef where all the cooks, all the chefs get together and they're like competing cooking like there's a tight deadline at the oh. end you oh yeah, you make this dish. absolutely yeah no that's yeah cool i like I, I like uh that's why I like British bake off better than I like um chopped because uh,
0: <laughs> they're all really supportive of each other, and I like that it's a good feeling. For
1: sure. Now, Adam, let's take a quick 30-second break to thank our sponsors. We'll be right back with more questions. This episode is brought to you by our friends from ActionVFX.com. They provide the best stock footage elements for professional visual effects. From explosions, fire and smoke, muzzle flashes and bullet shells and gun effects to debris and particles. They have your assets covered. Available in 4K, 100% royalty free. They also have over 250 free VFX elements for you to download. Stuff like free fire sound effects, spell hits, bullet shells, blood mist, bullet hole textures, dust waves, water sound effects, explosion sound. And the list goes on and on. If that's not enough, then check out their tutorials and blogs. ActionVFX.com is a great online resource. Save on render time with real elements, no more simulations. Go to ActionVFX.com. Again, go to ActionVFX.com. And now back to the interview. We are back. Adam, first question, how do you overcome creative blocks?
0: I have learned that there's very little to to get over creative blocks than just doing the work. <laughs> uh, this, this year has been a, a year that I kind of, I kind of hit it around October where I just wasn't feeling really creative. And I'm really uh, lucky to have a lot of friends that create good work. And it's really inspiring, but it's also kind of disheartening sometimes because it seems like they don't get creative blocks. So I just, I kind of, I asked them that question and it seemed like an answer that really seemed to work was just do work. If you can't think of what to do or you aren't feeling any sort of thing, just keep putting your nose to the grindstone and doing it.
1: I love it. Yeah, it's great advice. It's kind of like appetite comes during eating, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the appetite will come, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> keep doing work and then, like, don't wait for inspiration. Just just hop on, start doing work. It will come. Yeah, your, and it's the busy people that get things done, right?
0: Absolutely. And, and I've always kind of said that inspiration, when it hits, it hits like a thunderstorm. It's not a stream because when it's there, you have to take advantage of it. And you might be at work and not able to do it, or you might be driving on a long trip, or you might be just not able to do it. So if you wait for that perfect moment, you might miss it. And so if you're constantly putting the work in, when the moment is there, you've set yourself up in a situation to to capture
1: it. You know, uh, it's interesting. I believe in massive action. You know, it's kind of like the harder I work, the luckier I get kind of thing. Uh, uh-huh. With creative, it's the same thing. The more hours you put in, the more action you put in, there's going to be something out there. You know, you'll figure it out. Now, what advice would you give to someone just starting out in your field? I think the
0: advice I'd give is is kind of along the same lines, um, but maybe with a, a slight twist on it. I Because um, motion design, animation, it's really about... Um, bring together a lot of small techniques to, to create something. I think having, we're, we're, we craftspeople. We, we work with our hands. We, we have to know the tools that we're doing and if those tools stand in the way of us creating something, so say inspiration comes, but you, that inspiration means that you need to create something in, in 3d in a certain way, but you aren't familiar with that. So you have to learn how to do it. And then that gets in the way that, that create a momentum I, I think it's, it's really important to work on fundamentals and that can be what someone is doing while they're looking, searching for that inspiration is just continuing to work on the small things and find those small victories and learning hotkeys and learning, <laughs> learning new pieces of
1: software and techniques. Now, Adam, what profession other than your own, would you like to attempt? Oh, uh, I, I would just, I
0: have forever just wanted to be an astronaut Really, and, uh, I'm I'm obsessed with space, and it's uh, it shows in a lot of my work. It's just it's it was my, my what I wanted to do in fifth grade. That was my original career path, and then my eyesight kind of went bad, and then I got really bad at uh, and then I started to get, fall behind in math. Keep saying I keep saying it like it like it happened to me. Um, it's definitely because I stopped working at it, uh,
1: that's so space, like, nice.
0: Yeah, or or like being an astronomer or something like that. Just just something where you get to look up.
1: Awesome. Now share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success.
0: I think a lot of it's been putting in the work when uh, it's not even asked of me. And I've had a lot of success from finding the time in within my own, kind of carving out my own time to support myself when the light is on me, I guess, so to say. Like when you're, when you're at work and things are being asked of you, there are expectations that you're able to pull those things off. And I've tried really hard to um, not let myself get caught off guard. And I think that's helped a lot because there are definitely things that are asked of me now that I've been lucky haven't been asked of me sooner. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> fighting myself in situations where I've teed myself up to win has been really, um, it's, it's just
1: worked out well for me. What, what is your, like, what's your best, uh, what are your, like, best working hours? Are you a morning person, evening person? I used to be an evening person. I, not, it, it's changed.
0: Uh, I, I, I used to say that my, my best working hours were started after 10. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I 10 guess, yeah, right? Yeah, 10 p.m. That's when it, that's when it started. And that's when the creative juices started flowing. Wow. Uh, now I just, I, it hits wind, however. I mean, I'm, I'm in the shower in the morning and suddenly something pops in my head. No, oh, great. <laughs> now I got to work on it. <laughs> or, uh, I'm in the middle of, middle of the work day and it's that kind of 2.30, o'clock lull and then my, my brain just starts kicking. I think the worst thing is that I wish I was most creative between like 7 and 10. <laughs> I wish that that was, you know, that's a little more ideal for me.
1: Where do you get your inspiration from? Are there any YouTubers you follow or uh, any artists? I a huge amount of artists, and I I think I'm I really like to find
0: inspiration all across the spectrum of animation. My my professor in school uh, he was a huge proponent of animation history, so I was introduced to a lot of things that I don't think I'd ever come across on my own. Some really odd Estonian animation, and and uh, wow, you know, like um. The name escapes me right now, but um, just a a lot of, a lot of different medium and a lot of different attention to what animation is. Animation is only 110, 120 years old as a medium. It's very young compared to something like painting or printmaking. It's, and so motion graphics is a one aspect of this medium that is still being explored. And I think, Looking across the full spectrum into stop motion, into a lot of filmmakers, a lot of things off of Vimeo, that, that gives me a lot of inspiration because I just want to be a part of it. The
1: history is so new right now that everyone
0: that has a hand in it is moving it forward.
1: Now, you kind of mentioned Vimeo. Can you recommend an internet resource that you find helpful in your work or personal life? I mean, I guess it could be Vimeo, since I already mentioned. Is there one other? I love
0: Instagram. It's, um it's, it's It's been huge for me to just find people and to communicate with people. And I've I've made a lot of friends on Instagram, which is something I never
1: thought I'd do. That's but how I found you on Instagram. <laughs>
0: it, <Yeah>. It's wild.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, you, have I can't believe it. you have a huge following. You have a lot of people following your work. And you have beautiful work. So for those of you that are listening, definitely need to check out Adam's Instagram. There's a lot of beautiful work there. But you do have a large following. I'm impressed with what you've been able to do with Instagram. Good well, job thank you. That.
0: I, I I'm I'm blown away every day. I think I I don't know what it is. I I'd, I'd like to ask I'd like to ask people what what it is. But I I, mean, I just really enjoy character animation, and I'm, I'm 2D traditionally trained. So I even though I work in After Effects and occasionally in 3D, I really always try to have those 2D fundamentals and everything I do, and it means I put probably way more effort into just simple things than I should. Because I'm such a stickler that it actually looks <laughs> has this particular aesthetic, and I, I think it resonates. I hope it resonates.
1: No, it's your work is beautiful. I want to circle back to something I said at the very beginning during the intro. You're working on two films. What are, what are the films are you working on? Yeah, so I have I have two films, and they've they've come out of just
0: skill building that I've done through my, my day job where I'd come across certain techniques and say, Oh man, I just really wish I could get a a client project that looks like this. And of course that, that doesn't happen. So (laughs) I better, better do it myself. And um, I've, I've always, I I just have a huge admiration for film and animation and uh, sorry, uh, film festivals. I got to go to Ottawa up in Canada, their international film festival once, and that was life changing experience. And I've always kind of wanted to participate in that, so this has just been a – it's just kind of been an exercise and giving me something to do. When you, when you ask, what, what do you do when you have a creative block? Well, having a huge project to work on helps because you just,
1: you that's just start – Yeah,
0: Yeah. if there's one thing that's going on, you just work towards that. And so it's always taking that next step on that journey to getting it done. And I have two films because one is hand-drawn and the other is After Effects. So I Are can – finished.
1: Or are you still working on them? I am absolutely still working on them. <laughs> Do you uh, have a deadline in sight, or is it something that you just? Uh, you I, don't have, have a say I have an internal
0: them. deadline. I, I I have had trouble kind of putting it out there because, I've that as I've been continuing to just work on this project, it has expanded in some ways. So uh, <laughs> well, <I'm> tr- <laughs> trying to keep my cards close to my chest there.
1: That's pretty cool. Well, when you're finished, when when you finish these two films, man, definitely send me an email. I'd love to uh, share it with everyone. Now, now me, you got me interested. It like, uh, <laughs> looks like there's something super amazing. Well, the amount of time that you put into them, they have to be uh, pretty cool. And hand-drawn, right? One of them? W- one of them, yes. That's pretty sweet, man. But it's, it's only, it's one bit compared to
0: everything else that everybody else in the industry is doing. There's just so much that blows me away every day. I just can't, I can't ever <laughs> feel like I'm going to uh, match up to it, but I'm trying.
1: <laughs> no, you're doing a good job. Now, last question. How can people get in touch with you?
0: yeah uh, speedlag anywhere s-p-e-e-d-l-a-g <laughs> instagram playing, huh? yeah I, I try to and in most cases i i haven't i haven't gotten it everywhere but find me on twitter instagram's my main twitter I, I try to be active on and then speedlag.com i'm even on tumblr but i'm not that active on it anymore
1: sounds good well adam thanks so much for sharing your journey with us man i appreciate it
0: yeah thank you thank you for having me
1: Alright, hope you enjoyed my conversation with Adam. Make sure to check out SpeedLag.com. Again, it's SpeedLag.com. And as always, all the links and resources mentioned in this episode are also available on our website at UcoreMedia.com slash 81. And make sure to check out ActionVFX.com. Remember, they have your assets covered. Over 2,500 elements of professionally shot VFX stock footage captured on the latest RED cameras. From explosions, fire, water, smoke, gun effects, debris, particles, weather, blood, and gore, go to action actionvfx.com. Again, go to actionvfx.com. And lastly, don't forget to join our online mentoring group on Facebook. Simply go to ukremedia.com community. We have well over 3,000 people in this group. It is a great online resource for those of you who are trying to grow and it's absolutely free. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey of this podcast. I appreciate you and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of the Eucremedia podcast. Bye-bye.